Welcome to the podcast, Life from an Enlightened Perspective. I'm your host, Rashia, and I am so excited you tuned in today. Our podcast today is going to address the emotional state known as fear. With all that's going on in our world at this time, there seems to be an overwhelming amount of fear emanating from the masses. Most people are not aware of the negative impact that fear has on the mind, the body, and the spirit. So, in today's episode, we will begin to discuss this impact of fear and why we here at Enlightened Perspectives choose to vibrate on the higher emotional frequency known as love. Stay tuned, and we'll be back shortly. Welcome back to the podcast, Life from an Enlightened Perspective. Today's segment is titled, Fear or Not to Fear? That is the question. Due to the current state of our world, many individuals are experiencing stress due to the perceived threat in our outer environment. For those that are feeling stress and due to a sense of loss of control or inability to predict the near future, the stress response within the body gets activated and the survival gene gets switched on. Now, the body is designed to operate in this mode for short periods of time. This is known as our fight or flight. However, when you operate in this mode for an extended period of time, the brain, the energy field, and the body is impacted in a negative fashion. You see, when an individual is given or driven by the hormone of stress, chemicals rush through their bodies, making them feel really dense. They start placing more attention on the outer body because that's where the perceived threat and danger is, and people become preoccupied with time. Now they are trying to predict and control everything in their lives. And because they are feeling a sense of loss of control, they are consumed with trying to predict what's going to happen next. And as they try to think about what's coming up next, they are thinking the worst possible scenario they can. Now, during this time, the brain becomes uh, begins to fire incoherently. The various components of the brain that should be communicating with one another cease to do so. When an individual is operating in this mode, it's not a good time for them to learn. It's not a good time for them to make decisions. It's not a good time for them to work. It's not a good time for them to dream. 
it's not a good time for them to create. It's not a good time for them even to consume food. When an individual's brain isn't working right, he or she isn't working right. When an individual's brain is incoherent, he or she is incoherent. The longer an individual stays in this mode, the more they are conditioning their bodies to live off of that rush of adrenaline and their minds will stimulate more circuits to produce more emotions to feed itself that response. How you think and how you feel creates your state of being. Now, surrounding each of us is an energy field. And within this energy field is stored our mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional characteristics. This field can expand out about three feet on each side of us. People who are living under the hormones of stress are drawing from their invisible energy field, also known as their vital life force, that is surrounding their bodies. And as they begin to use that energy to make more chemistry because they're needing to deal with the perceived danger in the outer environment, their life force around their bodies began to shrink. No organism can survive in this alarmed state for an extended period of time. And remaining in this alarmed state causes an individual to head towards what we call dis-ease or disease. And that is because they are taking their vital life force and focusing it on that perceived threat. And when it's time for that body to repair or grow, that life force has been used up or diminished. So you see how detrimental stress is on the body, the mind, and the spirit. 70% of people live in this state on a daily basis, even when there's no crisis before them. So our challenge to you is for you to just think about and consider how stress is impacting your life and your world. And to challenge you to think, is there another way, a better way, a more positive, effective way to deal with the perceived threat that we have going on in our world at this time?
we are back. Did you take a moment to contemplate how stress negatively impacts your system? How many of you guys realized how detrimental stress was? No, leave me a message. Let me know. If this is a new concept to you or you did not know how negatively stress impacted your system, I would love to know that. Now, what's going on in our world is quite serious that we do not deny. And we have no control over that. However, what we do have control over is how we respond to the situation and how we allow it to impact our lives. One of the greatest gifts our source, our creator gave us for men in general was free will. We have the ability to choose many things in our lives and our emotional state and how we respond to things fall into that category. So in essence, dear souls, you have the ability to choose fear, which will negatively impact your being, or you have the ability to choose a greater, more higher vibrating frequency, such as love, which will positively impact your being. Oh, did someone say, how do you choose love with all of this chaos going on in our external environment? Oh, that's easy. Let me break it down for you. First and foremost, you must abide by the social distancing rules and requests that has been imposed upon us. Again, we do not deny that it's quite, our world is quite serious with what's going on. But what we're saying is that there's a different way that we can respond and we can act during this time that would be more beneficial to us as a human race, as individuals, than fear. Next, get off social media, turn off the TV, stop watching the news, Leave the internet feeds alone. Stop discussing it. Stop giving your vital life force to something so negative. So to something that's detrimental to our environment. Stop feeding it. You know? Refocus and take back your energy away from this external threat and, and bring your energy back to yourself. Thirdly, Gratitude. Give thanks. Start off the first day that you implement this with at least one thing that you're grateful for. And then each day, add another thing, another item to the list. Let it be the first thing that you do when you rise in the morning time. Now, be thankful for life itself. Be thankful that your family is protected and healthy. Be thankful for the roof over your head. Be thankful uh, for the breath that's in the body. Be thankful for the sun that rises and sets every day. Give thanks because there still are so many things that we can be grateful for. Next, instead of focusing on the outer environment, begin to focus on the inner environment. You know, focus on self-love, self-care. 
even though we're in a time of social distancing, we can see this as a blessing because we're typically uh, running and rushing around in the hustle and bustle of life, catering to work, catering to our husbands, our children, our wives. We're always having this place to be and that place to be. Right now, we have no other place to be than home. And with that being said, we have the time to take care and do some things that we have not been able to do for ourselves. And that has been some quality time with ourselves. So love and cherish yourself. You have the time now. Do some of the things that you've been putting off or you couldn't get finished. Maybe reading a book or writing a book. Maybe doing a puzzle. Maybe cleaning out the closet this springtime. Do some spring cleaning. Whatever it is, you have the time. Utilize it for something positive. And last but not least, don't forget the family. Love on them. Enjoy them. And cherish them.